0: Disclaimer. Please check your playback settings. Ensure you are listening to this podcast at normal speed. Unless you want us to sound drunk. Then play at half speed. Thank you.
1: Good evening, bots and listeners, and welcome to a very special episode of The Fire Pit. I'm Dan, British name Nigel, and Tonight's episode is something a little different from our usual fare. We won't be watching a movie this week or the next. We've reached the end of our first season of The Fire Pit. And to explain what the next three weeks of content has in store for you, I'm going to send things over to Josh.
0: Thank you, Dan. Josh here. British- Wait a minute. Did you say we're not watching a movie tonight? No, we're not. Oh, I need to put away this popcorn that I already
1: ate. We can still eat the popcorn, Josh. We're just not watching a movie. You can eat popcorn without watching a movie. That's the rumor.
0: Oh, Josh here, British name Reginald. And basically what we wanted to do was uh, take a little break as we regrouped as a podcast, talk amongst the three of us and, you know, figure out what we liked about season one and what we want to keep and what we want to take out and just figure out how the podcast is going to go. you know, we've gone over all of our episodes. We've listened to them over and over again because we are awesome and we love our podcast. So we listen to it and we listen to it again. And we've asked for some feedback, so we got a lot of good feedback. But tonight is the first of really two special episodes. Three, if you count the culmination of our first episode of season two, and selection section number seven, where we will reveal the first destination of season two. So stay tuned. But to tell us the format of tonight's episode, I'm going to hand the mic over to Thompson. Tom? Well, thank you, Reginald. No, no. Okay, so
2: to
1: confirm, we're not watching the movie today. Can I still get belligerently drunk?
0: It is a day of the week that ends in Y.
1: Yeah, I mean, and if Josh can eat popcorn while not watching a movie, you can get drunk while not watching a movie. Actually, isn't it harder for
0: him to get drunk at any other point of the day? He's an alcoholic, you know. Tom has a serious problem.
1: We've been meaning to talk to him about it, but we're busy with the podcast. This
0: episode actually isn't about the episode. It's an intervention. Tom, you you have a problem.
2: And I plan on dealing with it right after I finish this gin and tonic. (laughs) (laughs) My name is Thompson, American Name Tom, and tonight we present to you, our faithful bots and listeners, the first Fire Pit seasonal retrospective. Not a clip show, because I don't want to edit that in. Tonight, we're going to talk about a few topics, going over our first season, the origins of how we went from just three guys who wanted to record their thoughts of the movie they just saw, to our current journey format, the addition of skits, and our favorite moments from Season 1. And we look forward to sharing this journey, the origins, if you will, of the one, the only, the longest-lasting Fire Pit podcast to come out of 2020. The best of the Fire Pit podcasts. I have listened to none of them, but I can still confirm... We are the best of them. Awesome, yes. So, I want to ask Dan, where did we get the origins of the podcast? How
1: did this come about? Uh, well, it's funny. Um, it actually kind of evolved organically, and also <laughs> the pandemic certainly helped it. Um, so pandemically. Wait, which one of you was drinking again, and which one of you was eating popcorn? Yes. Okay. Uh, No, it started off, um, I would go over to Josh's house um, and we would watch uh, either a Star Trek show like Picard or Discovery or something else or a movie like once a week or once every other week. And then the pandemic happened and we weren't able to get together and hang out in person anymore. So we started, so Josh, I think found, was the one that found the, the sink lounge. And he was like, you know we could we could watch star trek or something on this and just you know converse over the computer so we did and then the next week we were like you know well tom's not doing anything here let's get tom over here to watch something with us so we brought tom on and then like we what was a, we we watched a couple of movies before we even started recording anything yeah um, it
0: does definitely like our first thing we used with uh we watched the first thing we watched when um Together was the Picard season finale. Um, and then I think it was a few weeks. When like, what was it? April 1st or something like that. It was like a week or two later. Um, I got the idea. Like, I was bored. I wanted to hang out with you guys. But we were being good citizens and not getting out and trying to, you know, maintain quarantine. Because we just had that shelter in place order and all that other good jazz. So what we ended up doing was I recommended, hey, guys, you need to watch the movie Giver. Because we're watching Giver 2, which was a big fun movie that I loved growing up as a kid.
2: Air quotes, fun movie.
1: But, but I'm jumping, I'm spoiling some of this. I'm not going to lie. I'm not, I'm not going to lie. Like, a 12-year-old me would have thought that movie was awesome. Oh, yeah. yeah.
0: And 12-year-old like, me did, yeah. did think that movie was awesome. I remember playing Giver in the playground at school during recess. That'll date that movie for me. And then we started that. And then what was the next movie we watched, Tom? Well... Let's see. We started with Guyver
2: 2, Then you—I mean, you introduced that gem of cinema, and Nigel and I nostalgically had our own gem that we wanted to share with you, Josh. Something that we held fondly in our hearts. One of the greatest '90s/slash early 2000s films ever made: Josie and the Pussycats. Which hindsight. Still holds up. I still love that film. <laughs> Josh, on the other hand, I remember you had a few um
0: other contrary thoughts about that movie.
1: You, you kind of had to be there to really enjoy that movie. Yes. Yeah,
0: apparently, you guys were going through a uh, time of your life. and um, <laughs> Early 2000s. That movie was a good way to take it out on yourselves. I don't know. But to me, I it's just
1: know. the movie's got a nostalgic feel for it because it's like, it's an in-between period of like the early 2000s when it's still technically kind of Clinton's America and 9-11 hasn't happened yet. And then 9-11 happens. And that's kind of like the death of the 90s, so to speak. And like, this is now what movies are like now. So I don't know. seeing the Pussycats was just to me a a snapshot of that, just that weird transitional period.
2: Plus early Rosario Dawson. I mean, yeah. oh yeah.
1: Yeah, plus Tara oh, Reed yeah. before she became, well, Tara Reed. And, yeah. uh, you know, uh, like the actress Tara Reed, not the meme Tara Reed. And, uh, <laughs> you know, uh, uh, yeah, and there, the it, was, they it, had a smarter
2: uh, story than, well, most of it's fair. Air quotes, smarter. I liked it. I loved it. So, like, take that
0: to co- corporate capitalism and movies and product placement. You guys, don't have to justify why you like the movie. We're all allowed these guilty pleasures. This is about a, a retrospective on the whole podcast. Not you justifying um, doing mental gymnastics to prove that you why you like this movie. We, it's okay. It's okay. We accept you for
1: what you right. are. And we didn't technically... Watch that movie for the podcast, so we don't need to go back and rehash it. But then after Josie the Pussycats, I think we watched Showdown a Little Tokyo, was it?
0: Yep, that was a recommendation. Right, you. and then
1: the, while we were watching that gem the movie, <laughs> <laughs> that was that was My Guyver too. That was one that twelve year old Dan thought was the shit, and then you know thirty eight year old Dan's like, uh, uh.
0: and I know I had <laughs> pitched the idea of connecting all of our movies via an actor or actress. right, because then we saw and-
1: Tatsu from the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movies in uh, Showdown in Little Tokyo. So that's when we decided to watch the first Turtles movie. And then it was during, while we were watching the first Turtles movie, we are like, we should watch number two as well, because we were talking while we were watching that movie about how different number two was from the first Turtles movie.
0: and Because mm-hmm. we actually, when we first started what doing this, because this was what our third or fourth week of watching weekly movies together, We'd watch about two movies a night. Yeah. So, Because we didn't have all the stuff that we have, which we'll get to later. But then Tom said the magical line that where he where basically spread his legs open and birthed this podcast. <laughs> Tom, do you, do you wish to say those lines once again? Um, now that you've
2: painted this great picture of this moment. Push, Tom. Push.
0: Why don't we just make this a podcast? And me and Dan was just like, It's a boy. I mean, yeah, that sounds like a good idea.
2: Well, you were also very drunk at the time. You still sobered up and it was still the good idea
0: the next day. So obviously I struck gold. Yeah, I looked over and she wasn't ugly. And I was like, all right, Josh.
1: (laughs) So then that became, yeah. So Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2 became our first quote unquote episode episode. Right. How long has that been in the oven?
2: Well, it's now on
0: top of the oven. Okay. The oven is off and it is out. So, who wants to talk about this film? We're sorry for that one, by the way.
1: We're sorry for that one. And then I think uh, from then we went to the Rundown, uh, and then from the Rundown we went to Doom, and from Doom we went to Pathfinder, and from Pathfinder we went to Starship Troopers, and then like I think it was Starship—it was right around the time we were going to do Starship Troopers. That I kind of suggest that maybe we plot out the next like two or three movies in advance so we can have some time to research them before we watch them. Yeah, because
0: we were really like, we would spend the week talking, like, what movie are we going to watch this week, guys?
1: Yeah, and we were sometimes didn't know until like Friday night when we all Mm -hmm. dialed in together. Like,
0: Mm -hmm. I think the one that we were really leaning on for uh, the movie after the rock movie that we were leaning on wasn't uh, Doom, but we were actually leaning towards Walking Tall.
2: Yeah, because it had The Rock in it and yeah, so such,
0: and we were I know I haven't seen it. Yeah, We uh, ended up going with uh, Doom because of Carl Urban. Yeah. And unfortunately led us to episode four, but...
1: Well, that's because I was like, I think I said I wanted to do Pathfinder and then Clancy Brown to Starship Troopers and then um, Michael Ironside to... Um, Top
0: Gun. Top yeah. Gun.
1: So we, we plotted out the next three weeks from Pathfinder. And then while we were watching Top Gun, or while Top Gun was just about to finish, or something to that effect, um, Josh was like, "We have six weeks to Independence well, Day." Uh, well, so we, we were out.
0: watching. Yeah, we were watching uh, Starship Troopers. You're right. We had to pick four movies between Top Gun and Independence Day; it would be six movies total. But yeah, Dan's right.
1: Yeah, and it, well, it was while we were watching Top Gun when you were like, "We got six weeks to Independence Day. We need to figure uh, out a way was, to get from Top Gun Starship to Independence Troopers
0: Day." Because remember, Selection Section One was uh, during Top Gun. We have a plan. We, if you listen last week, we want to try to make it to uh, watch Independence Day on Independence Day weekend. So we have played kind of a Seven Degrees of Kevin Bacon game, which you know is kind of the heart of this uh, podcast. So we're trying to connect Top Gun to Independence Day in five steps.
1: Six degrees Sorry. from Kevin Bacon, whatever. Oh yeah, because we were presenting our our lists the, for the first time. Okay, my bad. I, you know, it's been a, it's been a weekend, guys. But um, <laughs> so yeah. So Josh was like, "We got six weeks from Top Gun to Independence Day. We need to figure out a way to get to Top Gun from Independence Day using our format of linking actors or actresses." And that's what we did. And then that started the road to Independence Day. Welcome to the road
2: to Independence Day. Three challengers. One goal, the greatest summer book of the 20th century, Independence Day!
0: And Dan got to
2: name that one. Ro- no, I've named Road to Independence Day. We picked yeah, John, Tom, oh, Tom, Tom
0: did. Yeah. Yeah. We picked, yeah, we went with my you list. how but- much we know about our own podcast? <laughs> Those
2: early days, um, we were pretty, um, what's the word I'm looking for here? Rough.
1: <laughs> right, yeah, <laughs> and, and even that early journey, that early journey, like, I, you know, I, I just just to do the get ready for this retrospective i went back and listened to a couple of early episodes and even like early like top gun is still kind of weird to listen to and rough to listen to um, in fact i don't even think we started scripting even our intros until was it inner space or was it apollo 13 maybe when we started doing
0: i archive all of them the first one we actually have a script for was the right stuff okay so yeah mm-hmm. we didn't have scripts up until the right stuff <laughs> And I think our first air quotes scripted cold open was Independence Day. We had like one or two lines, liner, um, cold opens that I guess Mm -hmm. we should go back and explain this. Like we have our own internal lingo. Obviously a cold open is what happens before the credits roll in a show or whatever. Um, so that's what we started calling our, um, scripted segments, like our skits basically is our cold open. And then uh, we have interspersal segments, which is our interspersal host, which fuck that guy. But uh,
1: yeah. I don't know why. I think he's pretty good. He's got a nice voice. I mean, and so professional. I think he's kind of annoying, and I think he kind of steals the show. But A little pretentious, too. Yeah. Oh, yeah, very pretentious. I, I think he's
2: very humble for what he brings to the, the podcast, if you
0: ask me. But you know, not that I know him at all. <clears throat> we might have to revisit this for season we might, two. We might. But uh, that interspersal segment, we have our interspersal skit, and our after-credits scene we call The Stinger. So if we call it that during this retrospective um, – That's what we mean. So we started scripting the cold opens, and we, let's put it like this, we love this podcast because it is a creative outlet for the three of us, and we all go a little prima donna and a little diva (laughs) here and there when we write our cold opens. I'm mostly talking about me. (coughs) Oh, no, what? No, no, Josh. No, 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 no. not at all, Uh -uh. not at all. Mm -mm. Well, you guys wouldn't fuck up my scripts, but, um, anywho. So yeah, we, uh, we do enjoy writing the scripts and we would listen to our own episodes and realize, wow, these, these need a little, little bit of structure.
1: And then I think it was listening to the other, when we were, you know, listen to the episodes before we published them and all that. Like, I think it was me listening to either top gun or inner space or something like that. When I was realizing that, like, at the beginning, we're talking all over each other, and we're still trying to, like, who wants to do the intro? Who wants to do the rundown? Not us. Um, uh, mm. A lot of dead, A lot of dead air and empty space that I kind of was like, I need to script at least the open stuff. And not scripting, like, final thoughts. Like, our final thoughts and stuff are never scripted, because that needs to come off the cuff, because that's the whole point of the podcast. But... Is a genuine reaction to the movies we're watching right after we've done watching it. but It's because Josh, we realize
0: we are terrible at improvisation. We could speak about oh God, we're day at it day in and day out. You know, we never even got into the whole origins of why we named it The Fire Pit.
2: You know what? We never did. So yeah, let's take us actually further back in time. Uh, so
0: Josh, where? what is the origins of the name of The Fire Pit? Uh, it, it goes literally back in time to about 2000 was it five no no my son was born so like 2007 or 2009 i think and it was a, literally a hole in my backyard where i would invite my friends over and I, we would burn shit um and then we just sit by the fire until four o'clock in the morning and my wife would come out and the days be like you guys are still up no you're done you're done it's time for you to come to bed no, she would. She would actually be a lot more nice about it. She would walk out, and then she would be like, "So, are you guys
1: going to bed anytime soon?"
0: And I'm like, "Why? Sun's not even up."
1: Yeah, I know. It's like we're we're still like, dude. We just we just got to talking about Star Trek Five. We got about six more movies to go. Yeah. <laughs> are you kidding me?
0: But the uh, fire pit migrated from a hole in the ground to a set of bricks that were piled up and looked somewhat formed, and then they moved it closer to the front of my uh, backyard. I had a really long backyard, and then it was, a, it was a stacked bricks there, and then Josh decided to go and spend way, way too much money that I never will regret spending on a very, very nice, very epically awesome, with free labor from my best friends, helped build um, a really nice fire pit that took a week and a half to build because I had to rush and do it because I had planned for a party on Memorial Day weekend. So I made sure everybody was there until like 2 o'clock in the morning working every night of the week. Free labor is awesome. That was, and then, and then I remember buying uh, the set. I went out and I bought everything. Like it was one of those deals where I just wanted to go. I'm like, I want this, 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 and this. Here's my checkbook. Put it on my doorstep. I'll. And they shipped it. <laughs> and then we were. We had. I had spent the entire week prepping the ground. Anybody who's laid um, stones knows it's a pain in the ass. But uh, I prepped the ground. I spent like five days prepping the ground, digging the hole, leveling it, putting down the gravel, putting down the Everything that needed to be put down and we started laying the sand and laying the bricks only for Tom at like eleven o'clock at night to be like, guys, I don't think we have enough bricks. And I'm like, Oh, okay, yeah, we got enough bricks. We're fine, we're fine. So we kept laying them, only to find out that we did not in fact have enough bricks and they stiffed me on my order. One of the <laughs> earliest, but not
2: the last iterations where Tom was right, but no one admitted it until it was
0: too late. We were in denial. But uh no, after uh I think it was the next day Dan and I went to the brick place. He did like we, I thought I was going to have to go buy bricks, but Dan pointed out that they didn't close till noon. It was like 11. Man, I went up there, we chewed their asses out, and they ended up giving us a whole like slew of bricks for free. So
1: <laughs> I remember like fucking we put them in the back of that car it just weighed the whole no, damn dude. thing down. It was a little it was like, like, drag, dragging the rear end down Main Street <laughs> trying to get back to your house. <laughs> Jesus, it was like
0: reloads. It was like a little Mazda 5. So it was a dinky ass <laughs> mini oh, oh my god.
1: Oh my god, dude. We were we were loading that up, and we did, We actually had to unload some of them in the parking lot, because we're like, the, the fucking rear end's in the parking lot, dude. We can't you know, move this car. Fucking sparks are going to come out of this, flying out of this thing like it's the DeLorean. Yeah, it's scraping <laughs> as it's going over the road. I think we made like two or three trips, because that was like so fucking heavy. We ended up building it, and we ended up getting
0: the fire pit uh, built, and we got to celebrate Memorial Day weekend with the brand new fire pit, and we had mini- many nights by that fire and then when i moved to my current house i wasn't able to take the fire pit with me and i miss it so very much but i fortunately still have access to that free labor so hopefully in the next <laughs> summer or two i will be getting another fire pit
1: i don't know man we got to cut into a damn hill in your old new backyard yeah, my, new hill is very,
0: my, my new backyard is very steep but uh yeah yeah, I will help you pay for the labor of that one.
2: But, uh, but that, is, no. that,
1: is the, that is why the podcast is called the fire pit because it started with the three of us sitting around that fire pit talking about movies, pop culture, you know, whatever mm. Star Trek, Star Wars, you know, like I said, pop geeky pop culture. stuff. So. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah, so that's, that's why it's called the fire pit. That's why we wanted to re- start recording and doing our episodes. Our early episodes are rough. Um, and then we started doing the scripted skits uh, when did we start doing the quiz did we start doing the quiz section like second journey I gave I the quiz is interesting I gave a quiz for Independence
0: Day um, remember I gave just the quick quiz it was like four or five questions but we didn't take anything off right. that one so technically the first quiz was Independence Day but then we didn't do anything after that until I believe it was was it dead calm Tom wanted to do a segment with the reviews and then I'm like ooh 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 let me and Dan guess. I went to
2: IMDb and just decided to look at some of their top, their five-star reviews and their one-star reviews just to see what, um, some of the people have been saying there. So if you don't mind, I would like to read off at least two from each category
0: here. Do this here. do this uh, this way then read us the review and we have to guess the star rating.
2: Oh, well, I think, okay. Okay. I'll, i'll start it off easy um okay <laughs> oh right yeah, no, I, I i had a uh, said like i made it the game for that once like it was no, before I, we gave our um no, thoughts it, you, on it was one or
0: ten or something like that because i know if i listened to the episode and i was like oh we'll guess and you're like it like one to ten but i think we all came to an agreement for it but uh mm-hmm. we ended up doing it that way And then the next week you gave another one. And then we just did it for the longest time. One person doing two weeks, the next person doing two weeks, the next person two weeks until Dan came up with the brilliant idea too.
1: The winner of the quiz gets to do quiz the next, the following week, just so that we quote unquote have something to play for, because obviously between the three of us, we're not going to bet money on this quiz section. (laughs) If that was the case, Tom would be broke. Um, (laughs) But uh, we're not going to bet money. We don't have prizes to give out. Like, we're, no one else is doing the quiz but the three of us, so there's no point in giving a prize out for this. So I thought, I thought why don't we just do it so that if the, whoever wins quiz gets to do quiz the next, the following week. And that's why most of the quiz sections have been done by Josh and he, Because Tom very rarely wins. Although we
0: need to have a journey winner next season, guys. A journey winner. What do you mean by that? Yeah, like, so, like have somebody... uh administer the test like we'll invite a guest host on or a guest on just to administer the test or the first quiz of the journey and then we'll go from there and whoever has the most wins wins and whoever has the most losses loses you see what I did and how, how intricate that is. I, it was it was
2: very clever that was mm, genius josh this is why you're the brains of the operation
0: I is um are <laughs> English is hard but yeah so that was the evolution of the quiz that was a lot of fun
2: it's just a little Little additions we've made, modifications, little tweaks
0: along the way that we've done here, reorganization. There were definitely some lows, (laughs) such as. Well, um, the most recent low was Tom's attempt at the quiz.
1: I yeah, I think also listening to my first attempt at a trivia style quiz during swing vote was wretched and awful, and I I'm, I'm deeply. Deeply, if I was Klingon, I would have killed myself by now because I could not bear the shame of my dishonor, and I probably would have had to kill my family too because there's no way I can have three generations of my family live with that kind of shame. So, thank God I'm not Klingon. I'm just saying, okay? Because I listened to that the other day, and I'm like, yeah, it was was
0: that bad. bad. But uh, I did have a pretty bad one too, but not as bad as Dan's or Tom's. So mine was the best of the worst. Easy. I am humble. I'm the most humble guy you've ever met. I am so humble. It hurts. But yeah, so we've had some ups and we've had some downs. But in the end, I think I'm really liking where the quiz is at. Right. Yeah, me too. And just the overall flow
2: and everything we've done with this podcast. See, the, the, the things that did work and the things that didn't work. Um, story arcs and such. Yeah,
1: this, well, I think I don't know if story arcs that didn't work or they did work. It's just that they're a lot of work. And it it... it Kind of, in my opinion, the story arcs kind of... Um, I don't want to say ruin because it's not a right, that's not the right word. But it kind of meshed with the flow of the episodes because now we had to keep to a story theme and it was hard to tie our story theme with the movie theme. And I like when our skits, our opening skits, have something to do with the movie we're watching. Like mm-hmm, race mm-hmm. cars for Days of Thunder or the bus for Speed or something. like I like that i I really like that it was kind of hard to keep that flowing with um a story arc that we have to keep it into a script yeah yeah and um without without making it feel like it was shoehorned in like (laughs) Mm -hmm. and it was experiment it was fun to
2: try i mean if we ever did approach it again we'd have to really you know figure things out, but we do it But like, rundowns, some of the one-liners that have come up just organically, too, some of the um, catchphrases, if you will.
1: If, if Dennis Quaid was in us now, there would be no riots in the streets, no... Dennis no,
0: Quaid needs yeah. to be inside of 2020.
1: We need to put... Oh, my God. Yes. Put yes. Make America Quaid again. Like, just... <laughs>
2: I have some personal like zingers and such that we came up with. Um, not just even one liners. It's like stuff like that belongs on a t-shirt sort of moments. I really
1: like the recent addition that we made during this journey where while we're doing the rundown of the movie or shortly after the rundown of the movie, Tom does the, the metadata and, and the behind the scenes stuff from the movie. Josh does the movie box office and what was popular at the time and this, that, and the other. And then I do like movie trivia bits, like or or random bits of facts, useless information about the movie or something like that. Like, I like that. I think it flows well with it and it keeps to the theme that this is a movie podcast. And of course, we're going to talk about yeah, movie see, data.
0: That is definitely something that I feel evolved organically too. Cause it's like, I remember mm-hmm. I added that initially to the script because we've been doing it. Yeah. But I felt like, you know, well, let's hard code this into our script boom, there it is. I I (laughs) thought that worked out really well and it was already there. It just, you know, all I did was type it up and put it in the script, but now it's there, so we look forward to doing it every week. Yeah.
1: The early episodes, we didn't do it every week. Like, it was usually whoever did the rundown. If it was my week to do rundown, I did bits of movie trivia. If it was Tom's week to do the rundown, he did the -the behind-the-scenes metadata and what the actors and directors and producers were doing at the time or famous for. (laughs) And then when it was Josh's turn to do rundown, he's the one that did, hey, this opened up on july 4th 1986 and this is what was going on at the box office like it, I know we've got it, a we lot didn't of do people, it like, yeah.
0: people like that that aspect of it so
1: and it should be known that at no point in
2: time through any of our evolution our growing pains did any one of us stop and like look up how to make podcasts we have been kind of just figuring this stuff out all on the job as we've gone (laughs) figure out maybe we should have professional recording equipment and not just
1: laptop microphones. We definitely were like cocky as hell. Like we started this game and fucking skipped the tutorial. I know how to play it. I'm fine. And then we can't even get out of the the first level. Like, wait, 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 what do you mean? I need a better. Oh, okay. Okay. So, I need a microphone that doesn't sound like I'm in a tin can. Oh, okay. I was supposed to read that okay. thing. Well, it would probably help if Tom and Josh also got microphones that don't sound like tin cans. Well, okay. I already had Great. a
0: microphone. I just didn't pull it out until, like, the fourth week we were recording.
1: What do you What do you mean Skype's not re- not reliable for <laughs> saving our recordings? Maybe we should try something else, it's you know.
0: designed for progressive Rest in
1: peace,
2: selection section yes. six. Oh, man.
1: Yeah, we've leveled up. And then Tom, I mean, Tom, like, of course, had to level up his editing a little bit like you know he went from needing almost a week to uh, edit an episode to now he can get them done in a few days but oh yeah <laughs> Holy- although yeah. I keep
2: making it harder on myself like like in the beginning it's like I had the program it took me like five days to do a half hour episode it still takes me almost three or four days to do an episode but now it's like okay I've got it all down but I want to do something neat and I just clip show make i'm at the point where i'm starting to make the the own music for these so we're not having to like cobble together and like um oh what's that wrestling trope where they um take popular music but tweak it enough to use it as wrestler intro music jimmy uh, heart yeah
1: the jimmy Hart version yeah so i don't
2: have to jimmy Hart, it so we can get around copyright infringement now i'm like "I, i think i know enough how to
0: record my own music is it any good yet no but We'll see how it goes. But it's it's masked behind our beautiful, luscious, made-for-radio voices. Hi. <laughs> Add a voiceover to anything, any music will sound good. Yeah. <laughs> for example, Josh, give us give us an example of some uh, good, good, uh, good voiceover here. His name was Tom. He had a mental disorder, but nobody faulted him for that. <laughs> One time, he ran right through the store. But ass naked. People were wondering what was trailing behind them. So
2: needless to say, we've had some obstacles to overcome. Um, it's been a lot of hills and valleys, but honestly, I'm proud of where we are to get today. <laughs> it's our friendship and camaraderie that's really...
0: It's gotta be. It's gotta be. So um, I, I do have a question for you guys, and I'm definitely right. not reading from a script that we have for this, but uh, I'm curious, like, what are your guys's? I don't know, let's just guess... Five top five cold opens. All the ones I made. All all of the ones. Yeah, all three of them.
1: I would be all of them. You edit them all. This is true. So who do you want to start with? Me, Tom. Do you want to go first, Josh? What do you go do? for it. Let's let's uh, go through. Uh, what do you think of okay. your favorite, Dan? Uh, ever since we started doing cold opens, my favorites have been. I loved the cold open for it. Chapter one. The only way to fight an ancient evil. I think it's less of a voiceover and more of a narrator. Seriously. Is- is with more evil.
2: It's clearly a movie trailer. Oh, come on.
1: That whole like Avengers Endgame knockoff thing that we did. And that all started because I think I mentioned in the movie trivia for Stand By Me, that technically Stand By Me takes place in the same universe as It. And then I said at the end of It, it would have been awesome if you just hear Richard Dreyfus say, on your left. <laughs> and then we, that whole cold open for it chapter one was that Avengers knockoff. It was just great. And the fact that they're all villains, like we're like, can we get some heroes, please? Like, I was giving, like Cujo and the dog yeah, from Carrie was... and all that's like, I oh, yeah. mean, the, Cujo, Cujo and the car from mm. the car from Christine and like Carrie. And we're like, can we, can we get some heroes, please? Dude.
0: And I, I practiced <laughs> for like a fucking week getting that goddamn movie voiceover for just, just right. And I'm still proud as hell of that damn thing too. Yeah. Uh, it um, took me
2: forever to find the audio clips to use on that Oh my god That was one written
0: for you by Tom
2: <laughs> Yes, because I'm a masochist
0: yes, You are But uh, continue Dan
1: uh, I really liked um, Hoosiers We just did that one a few weeks back um, I like that one I love the uh, the, the, the storyline with that one of me keep getting hit in the face with the basketball Kickball!
2: Ah, god damn it! Oh, God, that's right.
1: I forgot about that running gag. Oh, my yeah, God. Getting hit, getting hit in the, I'm getting hit in the face with a basketball. We, we, we lose the game like something like 72 to 2 or something like that. Like The, the whole bit was just so funny. Oh, my God. Yeah. I
2: forgot
0: about that. And That was a Josh one,
2: too. Josh, you came well, up with yeah. that idea, right? I
0: thought, I thought it was hilarious. And I'll tell you what, Dan, if you, never, if you can't make work as a professional podcaster, you could totally – make work in physical comedy because uh... uh
1: that's what someone at work said when they listened to that they're like you sounded like you were really getting hit in the face of the basketball i'm like no i really wasn't i was just sitting at my desk pretending but yeah he was like wow i could feel the pain in your voice see here after hoosiers uh the the, the most recent or the second most recent one the armageddon nasa it skit sir hold down the reset button just hold down the fucking great. That one was so organic because all three of us at some point in our lives have done end user support it work. And that was so like, that was just us like just in parody form. Fun fact about
0: that one is um, all of those stories that happened. Well, not, like a hundred percent true have happened in some variation oh, yeah. shape or form
1: like i'm not i don't work for nasa i've never worked for nasa it so yeah we, i've never blown up the Mir space station or caused a shuttle to crash on an asteroid that i know of but like like the whole scenarios of like oh well i need to point your stuff to our new server oh great now everything's offline again like call me if you have any issues yeah call me if you have time, any
0: issues. I don't know how many times like i uh, I said that line praying to God they called back with it when it was broken got somebody else
1: yeah <laughs> or i've I've like tried to talk somebody into trying to fix something really easily and they, they either have me on mute or they're not listening to me and you're just getting more and more frustrated as you're trying to say, you know, push this button. it'll work and they're like they're they're not listening to you at all. So, oh like, my
2: God, yes. Yeah,
1: like we've all had a story. Like that skit was our IT experience turned up to 11. But we've all had that story of it's like someone just, you know,
2: can't. Oh, I don't have the admin privilege to, mm. privileges to do this. I'm sorry. My hands are tied.
1: Right. And then I think my, my the last two, actually, is Cool Hand Luke. That whole, like the debate. Or the or I don't think, think we were actually doing a debate when were you we doing like something no, like it a, was a uh, town hall, town hall. That, yeah, was one, town hall. Yeah, that was one that I got to write but like Josh keeps getting all the really complicated political questions and Tom keeps getting all the uh uh questions softball about him, heaps,
0: yeah.
1: softball heaps of praise like Tom why are you so wonderful and why would you be the best or something like that and then like I'm just getting drawings of dicks <laughs> it's like, it's just god damn it they're all dicks You're all dicks. Vote for me. (laughs) And then at the end of it, I just had that meltdown. It's dicks. It's all dicks. (laughs) It's like I'm going through the whole. He wanted to recut
0: that line like 30 times. I don't know what it was, but Dan just wanted to scream "dicks" into the mic all night.
1: I did. I I, yeah. It was. I just couldn't help myself. And then uh, uh, just to cap mine off, uh, the Die Hard 2, the the whole role playing as John McClane and just rolling 20s. I light the gasoline on fire. With what? The lighter I used to light the torches from earlier when I tried to warn that plane you crashed. Roll for it. Not 20.
0: I roll to not die. Too late. Boosh. That the was- movie was so ridiculous. It just felt like a- It,
2: it was. And the, the fact that that whole thing was birthed from me misunderstanding your idea for this skit you were like something like I, I can't remember what you said in the chat you said something like you had an idea about um people you know not being able to break character and i misinterpreted okay. that as like role, role playing it's like
0: Slow they were a we role playing before you hurt yourself no so keep an eye out for this idea of this skit, because we're still going to do this i have it locked away but the idea for that skit originally was three guys role playing us doing our podcast so right. like, I get to play Dan tonight, and I get to play Josh, and we'd, it'd be meta where we talk shit about ourselves. So so keep an ear out for that one, because we're probably going to do it eventually. But yeah, then oh, Tom definitely. came off totally thinking we're just role-playing Die Hard 2. And uh, that's how that one came about, because we're like, oh, that's a really good idea.
2: <laughs> and it was. It was like, because after watching the movie, it's like, oh my god, it does feel like some dudes are just playing on, on, on rpg and just rolling 20s on everything because no way in hell could any of this work Oh it was such a good script i had a
0: blast with that one
1: yeah mm. so what about you josh what are your top five favorite
0: uh, cold opens well i absolutely love a lot your lists the five that I, you did but i'd have to say some of my favorites um i love the swashbuckler cold open with our uh, special guest star, rest in peace, Sean Connery. Uh, let, me, let me try seeing if we can get him back in. Now, <clears throat> oh, what the bloody hell is this?
1: Oh, welcome back, sir. Welcome back. So- you know,
0: blackmail is illegal. Just call them right. It's
1: not blackmail, sir. It's extortion. Will you please get it right? Oh, God.
0: Mm, Rest yes. in
1: peace, Sean Connery. Yeah, yeah. I got to pull
0: out. I got to dust off my old Sean Connery accent. For those of you who didn't know, that was not Sean Connery who actually called in. It was me. I know I was very convincing. No, I, I used to actually use that uh, accent when I was closing down my old, uh, retail store that I used to work at when I was in high school. So I'd have to close down, like you have to give that closing announcement before retail stores are 24 hours. So they'd always have me come up or they'd put me on the thing and be like, yes, well, uh, it's time to close down the store. So I'm going to need everybody to come upstairs and uh, <laughs> or come up front and sign or check out the register. So, um, we're closing in about fifteen minutes. So, <laughs> it was hilarious because I always got uh, applause for that, but I was so embarrassed to do it, and here I am doing it now. But uh, yeah, I have to. I love doing the script. I thought the script was funny. Sean Connery got to be a dick, but uh, I can't use it anymore. Rest in peace, Sean. Um, I'd have to say after that one would be Jaws, Birth, Tom, Good
2: evening, Edwell. Fire spilled poured Cast
1: off. Uh,
0: uh, and that did not work as well as I had hoped. <laughs>
1: uh, oh, yeah. God, yes. Josh, was the birth of TomBot? Yes, TomBot's amazing. I
2: forgot about TomBot. Oh, my
0: God. Something TomBot would say. <laughs> Whatever do you mean, Josh? <laughs> um. Yeah, I, I loved the running gag we had for a few episodes with TomBot. And, uh, yeah, that just came up to me. He's like, I want another episode or a cold open that kind of, like, plays off the bruce the uh shark thing it's like that doesn't work so we'll just hide it somehow and came up with the audio format of tombot i have to say after tombot (laughs) i'd I'd have to go uh uh, explorers so does that mean dick's off the table too my arse dick is off the table you know what never
1: fucking mind god God damn damn it dan
0: I just like that skit because uh, how we're kind of jumping or fumbling all over swear words. Yes. And that story about me uh, in that skit and getting in trouble for saying that sucked is true. It actually happened. Seriously, I don't know what's wrong with saying that sucked. I got in trouble for that shit. I'm still bitter about it. and It's been 20 (laughs) years.
1: We know, Josh, every one of your stories starts off with you living a horrible life again. You're the opposite of Superman, actually. (laughs) Superman comes to the big city... And it and, and still has a fondness for Kansas. Cause that's where he grew up. You come to the big city and you're like, fuck Kansas and fuck everybody that's in it.
0: <laughs> yeah. Cause I came from a small in Kansas. Yeah. I, Superman would be ever a bit as bitter as I am. So
1: <laughs> that's how I know he's fictional. <laughs> <Yeah>.
0: <laughs> like watching fucking Smallville. There is no goddamn rivers like that in Kansas. You mean you're telling me that there aren't mountains? And in, waterfalls in- and luscious redwood trees. No, no, there's not. I,
2: my
1: whole world but, uh, is.
2: Now you're going to tell me that there aren't palm trees in Toledo, Ohio.
0: Having never been to Toledo.
1: Uh, no, no, no. That was Criminal Minds, and that was Dayton, Ohio. Like, Criminal Minds had an episode that took place in Dayton, and I've never seen anywhere in Dayton's got a palm tree. <laughs> unless it's one of those, those tacky, neon, glowy ones that you see it like, the casinos and stuff like no there are no palm trees in date. yeah you can tell how much
2: i've watched that show
1: what else were your favorites um another one that i really
0: enjoyed mostly because i was the butt of the joke in this one was scary stories to tell in the dark where we're doing a pitch party
2: i'll start with our first pitch and the phrase was horror house
0: wait um what was that
2: horror
0: house And I kept, like, you guys come up with these uh, really awesome pitches for these actual scary stories, and then all of mine are porn.
2: (laughs) Oh, my God.
1: I forgot about Uh, that one. That was so funny. Oh, yeah. (laughs) I love the whole, like, wait, uh, Dan, you go first. (laughs) His whole, like, edits are like it's still porn, but he's just taking out all the obvious porn stuff. It's pretty good. (laughs)
0: oh my god I still like how you you played that line in that one it's like oh my god porn <laughs> you wrote porn <laughs> but uh, I'd have to say to top off my list um, and this is no particular order but I uh the mummy I love that one what are you doing here? looking for a mummy? Huh? Oh, why?
2: to guest star as a superhero on our podcast
0: but, women aren't superheroes.
1: Mm-hmm. They're more of a
0: villain, if anything. Mm-hmm. This plan is dumb. Mm-hmm. <sighs> that was actually a skit written by Dan. That was a Dan and Josh script, where Dan wrote the script, and I came back through and made touch-ups to it. Like, he made the joke, but I'm like... Oh, right! Yeah, yeah. The joke was done in threes. And uh but mummies aren't superheroes and I just thought that would be the the script itself was great, mm-hmm. but I just like repeated the joke two times and made that the punchline instead. So I was the assist, Dan made the slam duck, but I thought that was a great skit. Just like I love how that skit just played out.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: And that guy would come back for our speed skit, too, if I remember correctly. Right.
1: Yeah, he did. He was the guy pissing on Josh's shoes or something like that. Which, if
0: you listen to it, it almost sounds like he's holding up the uh, bus, too. Yeah. It's his twin brother.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, he's probably still pretty bitter that, you know, mummies aren't superheroes. Yeah. So,
2: Tom, what about you? Well, I'm actually, the first one I'm going to combine It's both IT, uh, or IT, I don't know why I call it IT, IT and Die Hard 2. Both of those, I'm going to count this first one just because Nigel covered them and they're both like just such good scripts Mm -hmm. and such good cold opens. The three of us brainstorming that entire uh, skit you know, cold open interspersal to stinger. Just, uh, that was one of the most fun writing sessions I've had. Um, one of our ampersand sessions that I love doing and I love our ampersand sessions. And I actually, um, remembered the groundhog day one which i'm going to get to eventually but that in it chapter one i'm just proud of because it took me forever to put that together another
0: one of those it was very well done.
2: yeah so I'm, I'm i like to just to puff my own chest on that so i'm going to combine those in number one the second one um number two for me was shawshank redemption that one where i'm like you guys are starting off um this the whole thing without me and i come back and like you know, tom boss replacement like Yeah, we know. Thank God, I never thought I'd get out of there. Oh, Jesus. Guys, I know what I'm going to say may sound crazy, but I'm the real Tom. Yeah, we know. Wait, what?
0: Yeah, we've had him on mute since the start of the episode.
2: Adding cocaine to children's cereal would... Benefit those afflicted with attention deficit hyperactivity disorder in schools.
1: Yeah, let's face it, it wasn't much better before the electric chair.
2: I thought that was hysterical. I thought it was a great skit. Um, the number three would have to be Wag the Dog because that's the one where we all come in. It was the one before we like had we said we were going to do run for office, and this was the one we're all in the the coffee shop or like you know sitcom ha 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 it's like this is going to be great and they like, say josh is terrible you know what kind of person he is he's friendly altruistic kind and empathetic just like you he is one of you and a vote for dan is a vote for you and just all those negative um the attack ads episode yes the attack (laughs) ads episode we'd all be positive like we couldn't wait to hear the you know each other's ads afterwards i thought that was just fantastic um true grit i love because that was also the start of us trying to get a superhero into the um this was the um the high, not the high-flying summer tour, but the one where we're going into Superman. Now I can't remember. The Hero's Journey. Hero's Journey. I just like that yeah. once like we were trying to go to Hero to coming in. That was the one where we came up with Josh being, um, oh, what was your villain's name? Now I can't remember. It was because he had the Dividends of
0: Devastation. Oh, that was and the was one where you, uh, yeah, it was the quadratic equation. That was the one where you, uh, we were trying to throw you off of a building.
1: Uh, Nigel, I think I see some flaws in your plan. Nonsense. We need to get a superhero to guest star on the podcast, right? So what's the best way to get their attention? Mortal danger? Mortal danger. Now go, go, Tom.
2: <laughs> and so Tom was thrown off a building. And um, so that was number four for me. And yeah, number five, um, Groundhog Day. OK, so what do you have in mind today?
0: who wants to help me rob a bank?
2: I love making that script with you guys. Josh, that was another one where you kind of came up with the idea and we all just worked with it. And going back to, you know, March to Washington, like Dan getting pissed off. I, it occurred to me that we had a call back to that when it's like, josh you're like your character was telling us like you know convincing us that you were in the groundhog day loop and you told all those secrets that i, I my character was thinking he just gave the to folded to up paper he's like it's a penis which yeah. i didn't realize until we were just talking like oh my god that's a callback to when he was getting all those uh
1: dick <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> questions. No, i'm convinced let's rob a bank, guys
0: what's funny about that is the fact that I said that that was a callback to the Wag the Dog episode.
1: Tom's a little slow on the go, so it's okay.
0: He right. is. He is. Or not the Wag the Dog with the Cool Hand Luke episode. Yeah. Cool Hand Luke. Cool Hand Luke. Luke, hand Luke. That's, one. Yeah. that's why I wrote, I put that in there. It's like the dicks. I think Nigel knew. Tom apparently didn't. But honestly,
2: though, some of the best ones, I think, are the ones we've worked on for in, any yeah. of the ampersand sessions. Because those have all been... That's just fun just getting around brainstorming and just like i like this idea i see what you're doing with that but let's do it this way maybe we add this subtract this i just Mm. love the process for me i love that whole sort of thing as much as i
0: enjoy coming up with the skits and then having listening to you guys write them um it's like i think i prefer coming up with them with you like if i come up with a good idea like (laughs) i think out of this uh last journey i only wrote what the bill and ted episode and i love that one but
1: we still tweaked it a little bit
0: yeah, actually, you guys didn't have very many tweaks to that one, because that, normally you guys, uh, like I write the cold opens like in the past, and you guys would come in and you would add significant amount of dialogue. We tweak the story, we change this and this and this. That mm-hmm. was the first time like we did our uh, table read, and then you're like, "Wow, I don't really have anything to add," and I'm like,
1: "Yeah, well, it was really? a good idea. The whole, I mean, and it fit the theme of like our cold opens should have something to do with the movie. So time traveling uses, uh." you know giving us the script but then you know totally uh punking us and for
0: those uh listeners who don't know um that was uh actually a combo that i got that idea from a combination of things obviously bill and ted but uh for those calvin and hobbs listeners and shout out to my buddy tim who was also a big uh calvin and hobbs reader i, I kind of took the idea from a calvin and hobbs uh s- series of uh, comics in there where he went back in time or went forward in time to get his homework. So that was, that was that little bit.
1: Let's just, um, let's just go over some of our favorite worst movie moments from our journeys. Um, I'd have to say uh, that whole thing about the battery and explorers. Okay. So here's the magic of the eighties.
0: Where is that going to plug in?
1: Exactly. <laughs> There's no way that's portable. Like the infinite battery. Like where were they oh plugging God, that damn yeah. computer in? <laughs>
2: like oh my god yes 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 like they, they have a the computer on
0: a rock in the fields like that thing's not even plugged in and then they just happened to pull out a nine volt battery while they were uh about to lift off for the first time it's like oh there it is oh there's the battery oh
1: Full fucking okay. shit. that whole thing you was can powered run a, oh.
0: an 80s computer off of a nine volt battery
1: Fuck that! You couldn't run an '80s walkie-talkie off a nine-volt battery.
0: These magical computers in the '80s that took less inner or less battery power than advanced iPhones in the
1: 2020s. <laughs> yeah, um, and then oh my god, favorite worst movie moments. Oh my god, the the whole like pacing of Swashbuckler, like the whole realization that we're watching a really bad film. Like it starts off like I have to say, I know we're only like 20 minutes in, but it's not bad right now it's not i'm not having those what have i got myself into thoughts
0: you're not having one of those what have i got myself into thoughts
1: yet and then like just every scene because a lot of the movie kind of feels like it's edited very very weirdly tom going this is an oddly paced film and then like 10 minutes (laughs) after 10 minutes after that it's me going "What, what, what is this film
0: oh god the magic appearing and disappearing accents it's like they just happened up here and then they disappeared between scenes. Yeah. It's like li- I love listening to that episode because that was actually the introduction to our uh, one liners in the movie. Like like Tom started including uh, clips of us listening to the movie.
1: Oh, right. Yeah. Yeah.
0: After the interspersal segment, that was that was the first episode that introduced that segment i've i love those segments i think they're hilarious i'm glad i've leveled up to the point where i could because i know
2: we had talked about maybe we should try that but i wasn't I wasn't good enough to do that. But yeah, I leveled up. And it was too good a movie. We had too many great zingers watching that film. Like, I had to. So it's like, yeah. I'm going to try it. I'm going to see what happens. If it's too much work, I'll stop doing it. But I haven't stopped doing it. Oh, yeah. Now it's a staple of the podcast. Yeah, I love those segments. I hate that we had to watch Swashbuckler to get to that. But,
0: but that I'm was that was good. enough, it. Dude, that episode is still hilarious because the beginning part of it, we are all looking forward to watching it. We're excited. And then we're so let down. <laughs> I saw the the trailer got me hyped.
2: I even said that. It's like, this trailer's
1: and great. And in fact, that a, lot of the, a lot of the IMDb reviews were kind of like, this is kind of an underrated gem. This is kind of an underrated gem. So I'm like, maybe we're going to see an underrated gem. No, no, not at all. It just, I mean, it was terrible.
0: No, just no. Yeah, it <laughs> no. was
1: the worst thing to happen to a pirate since Amber Heard.
0: oh topical humor (laughs) Uh, (laughs)
1: and i noticed that none of those
0: fun jokes we made it to our aquaman episode
1: um let's see here uh, other favorite worst movie bits all of pathfinder pathfinder all of
2: pathfinder geek will see this that's fine geeks love
0: vikings they're good (laughs)
1: geeks love vikings yeah what's
0: gonna happen 14 years from now it's gonna be on some shitty podcast (laughs)
1: whatever that was one of those that almost made us think why are we doing this (laughs) Like, (laughs) like, we made it past
0: pathfinder you knew this podcast was going to be a success yeah we're like it's not a success but we stuck with it we begged while we were watching that to be watching a better movie we talked about every
2: other movie trying to distract ourselves from the pain of that movie oh my
1: god we did like a whole retrospective of the mcu versus the dceu during pathfinder (laughs) <laughs> yeah we,
0: we tried to do mental gymnastics to justify this movie
1: it's got good
2: cinematography no uh, carl urban's in it uh, that's about yeah. it
0: oh or in it when uh we were replaying that one scene where what's his face was hurt
1: are you all right that looks like it hurts no oh, i'm cool it's I'm good. it off. Yeah, I'm yeah, good. 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 Hospitals are time. for pussy. Hospitals <laughs> are for pussies. And I can tell you one thing. I am not a pussy. Oh, no. just going to sit here for a few minutes, get my second wind, and I'll be all right. As soon as he walks away, one of the other guys is like, are you sure you're okay? Get me to a hospital now.
2: <laughs> that delivery
0: <laughs> cracks me up every time. <laughs> <laughs> Doctor. Uh, also yeah that that was uh, i think it had some really good one or movie liners you know one whatever the fuck we call
1: those yeah and also um during final thoughts Tom going from meh about dead calm to hating dead calm to being offended by dead calm yeah. like his final this thoughts are just fit
0: yeah, like
1: his final thoughts just go from like it's not a great movie this was a bad film to like by the end of his like five minutes he's like I can't
2: even say it's methodical it just coasted this film coasted <laughs> god damn it this was a coasting film now I'm pissed off at this film I'm pissed off at it for being so goddamn mediocre I'm offended by this film guys I had a better time with Aquaman. Holy (laughs) shit.
1: He's like legitimately angry about it.
2: It wasted so much time. I'm still, and we've been doing so well up until that moment. And some of the films have been like, meh. But it's like still like, I could find some joy. I found no joy in that film. I found hate. I hated that film so much to this day. You were seething. I'm still so pissed off. I found reasons to like Aquaman. I could find nothing of joy in Pathfinder. Or, excuse me, uh, dead calm, yeah, excuse uh, me. Or, no, no joy in Pathfinder either. Yeah. Um. Really.
1: So, a couple more things I want to talk about um, before we, we end tonight's special episode. I do want to wonder um, we kind of touched on this in the intro, but uh, why Tom losing the quiz is so hilarious?
0: Just because it is. Oh, okay. That's
1: all I needed. I just needed to know that. Why is Tom losing the quiz so hilarious?
0: Because it happens so frequently. And you think that he's going to get a leg up, but then he doesn't. I mean, it's just, I mean you could you could throw me a bone here uh, and there. I mean, all right,
1: guys. So let's let's go just a quick list here. What um what are our favorite best movies?
0: Well, obviously, I think pretty much all of the uh, journey movies so far. Yeah, because we, we've films.
1: this season we've picked blockbusters or really popular films for journeys. Mm-hmm. So yeah, mm-hmm. okay. But what non okay? Let me ask us what non journey movie would you say was your favorite non destination film? I should say.
2: Um, well, for me, honestly, it was life aquatic just because, not just for me, because I know the film, I love the film, but getting you guys to watch the film and you guys enjoying it too. Like, Josh, you picking up on things like, look, oh my God, the pirates are coming up behind him and all the other things. It's like, and you, Nigel, especially, you were skeptical as hell going into the film, but even you found reasons to like it. You're like, this is pretty good, actually. I expected both of you to kind of be like, yeah, it's Wes Anderson. Oh, boy. But you didn't. So for me, just because you guys both enjoyed a film I love so much, that was yeah. great. That was like
1: I think the whole list outside because I didn't know anything about Dead Calm or Swashbuckler, but that whole um Sink or Swim Summer Tour, like I remember thinking to myself, like, there's a lot of good movies on this, but I'm really not excited to see Life Aquatic, but if I can get through Life Aquatic, I can eventually reward myself with Hunt for Red October. Um, but <laughs> I ended up really liking Life Aquatic. In fact, yeah, I, a movie that I thought I was going to really hate, I ended up loving. I ended up loving that yeah. movie. Tom's favorite non-Journey movie was Life Aquatic. What about you, Josh? What was your not- favorite non-destination film? Um, You know, honestly, I think I'm going to
0: go, I'm, I'm looking through our list here. I'm going to go with the, like, one of the my favorite movie I hadn't seen. Um, I'm gonna have to go with probably oh, Midnight Special.
1: Oh, that's a good one. That's a good one. Yeah, yeah
0: like, that was a surprisingly good one. Yeah, like I, uh, I have to say, I have other movies. It's either a toss up between. I'm gonna go ahead and pick that one, but it would be between that and Cool Hand Luke. But I think I like Midnight Special. I just thought that, uh, and plus Dan saying, you know, he did this for Krypton was. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. That was hilarious the 500th time he said that in that episode. I did say but, it about 500
1: uh, times. Tom edited out about 250 of them. Yeah. Yeah. But now yeah. I'd
0: have to say my or non-destination non film, my favorite one that I hadn't seen, would have to be uh, Midnight Special. That's yeah. a good one. Oh, that was a very good one. Yeah. Uh,
1: it's my favorite non-movie list uh, or non-destination film, I'd have to say The Shawshank Redemption because that's a classic film and I had never seen it. And I'm always skeptical yeah. if if it's been a long time between classic films that I've never seen. I'm always afraid: is it going to live up to the hype that everyone says it has? Like, cause I don't know anyone that doesn't like Shawshank Redemption. It's just one of those movies that very few people hate. It's like Schindler's List. If you know, you meet somebody who doesn't like Schindler's List, like you have the problem, sir. Mm-hmm. so i was kind of skeptical not skeptical but i was a little apprehensive to go into shawshank because i'm like i'm afraid i'm just not gonna like this movie and i loved it like i remember it, during with re- the recording of that you guys were mentioning dan's awfully quiet in this film and yeah because i was so engrossed in it, i just couldn't take my eyes off of it So mm-hmm. that would be my favorite non-destination film that we covered um okay here's a, here's another one um r- real quick what's your favorite worst movie we watched like a move that, that was a bad film but we still had fun watching it. Oh,
2: that's a hard one. Now, what do you mean by best, worst?
1: Like, okay, a good good example would be Aquaman. We all recognize that Aquaman wasn't a good movie, but we all had fun watching that movie.
0: Yeah, I I kind of interpret that as like, it's a bad film, but it was a good, it was a fun watch. Yeah, okay, yeah, like our best. A good episode, a bad film, good episode type thing. Like
1: uh, another great example would be, for me, The Mummy. That, The Mummy was a bad, bad movie. Oh my
2: God but that was a fun episode
1: episode to record that was a lot of fun to record oh this is a
2: hard one for me because Aquaman I'd have to kind of go with Aquaman a little bit just but then again I wouldn't even say it's the best worst it was one that surprised me with actually how it tried to be entertaining it it was a shitty film it was lousy but you know it tried it was trying so hard and just the fact that you both were it, you like the film and just were excited to have me like not hate. say like, he likes it hey mikey
1: yeah well actually i was expecting you to hate all over it
2: oh yeah like i
1: yeah i was actually pleasantly surprised at your final thoughts on aquaman while they weren't glowing you weren't exactly trashing the shit out of it either like you were this is a C minus, maybe a D plus. I'm feeling generous tonight. I'll give it a C minus. Like mm-hmm. I was expecting F, F, all of it, F, failing oh, yeah. the
0: student forever. Like I was expecting like, cause the first thing he said when he uh, gave his, ex- his final thoughts was it sucked. And I was just like, okay, here it comes. And then he went on to say he didn't totally hate it. And I was just mm-hmm. like, I'm glad this is on uh, tape.
2: Yeah, right. it's it's for the record. But honestly, if we're going best to the worst, I'm going to have to go all the way back to Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles two, our first one. It's it's such a bad film, but that was so much fun watching with you guys. Mm. It was okay, a blast.
1: So speaking of movies that were fun to watch together, yeah, what movies would Josh.
2: you? Yeah, fuck you, Josh. We don't yeah. care about your opinion.
1: Okay, well actually, well I don't, I but I'll be
2: nice.
0: No,
1: Josh, what was your favorite worst movie? Oh, now you come back to me. um <laughs> Tom, edit, that, Here, edit, edit say, this okay. one dan you're a <laughs> give no. me my money
0: <laughs> honestly i would have to say the worst movie best to watch for me would be swashbuckler i loved the day and night difference of our expectations versus our final thoughts
1: <laughs> okay that's fair i like that too
0: yeah because seriously i i, I re listen i listened to a few of our episodes leading up to this one and we are all so optimistic and happy-go-lucky um leading into this movie the first half and then it's like tom i gotta give you props for your editing on that one it's like the way you edited the uh filming like the our lines while the movie was playing just it was like a descent into madness <laughs> well the thing about that was josh it was a descent into madness it was it was and you edited it so wonderfully and where our final thoughts was just like what to quote Dan, what is this movie?
1: <laughs> oh, my God. I asked. I started asking that question about 20 minutes in. I'm like, what is this movie? What is it doing? What is the point? But, uh, we uh, had
0: no answers, for there were none to have. Uh, yeah. But, uh, like, yeah, that was, uh, that was a bad movie. But it was a fun episode, and it was a good episode. Too. Yeah, I
1: know headcanon that Robert Shaw's character in Jaws is a descendant of the pirate in Swashbuckler, and him getting eaten by the shark was his... Uh, ancestral yeah, penance yeah, that, for being in that uh, adventure. Like, just that's just how I headcanon it. I, so, I, I see that. yes. Yeah, I
0: can see that too. But I got a question for you guys. What? Uh, what do you think would, was, was the most fun to watch together? What movie was the most fun to watch together?
2: Ooh, that
0: is a good question. Nigel, right. let's start with you.
2: Oh God, Days of Thunder. Yeah, I was about to say the same thing. Yes. yes. Same here. Same here. <laughs> I was having <laughs> such
1: a bad day
2: that right. day. And I think.
1: Days of Thunder came at just the perfect time because we had just had a long journey and a half of just good movies, but really, really deep, heavy films that were good. Like I'm not saying none of these none of them were bad, although the shootest was bad. But and True <laughs> like Bricks. deep. And and you didn't like True Brant. And, and, and I liked it, but it was just like not something I really needed to watch at that point. Like it's just because we had so many heavy, heavy films. All the way from like starting from Wag the Dog, all the way to um, Top or, uh, Yeah, the well, Whistle Stop campaign trail to uh, Washington. Yeah, yeah, but then we started. We went from Whistle Stop to Superman or to the Hero's Journey, and we had some really deep, long, boring movies to start that one, like The Shootist and and uh, uh, True uh, Grit. True Grit. Oh my God! So we had like a whole like I think s- almost seven weeks of just some really deep, heavy movies that were just, oh, soul-sucking. Good movies, but soul-sucking. And then we go to to Days of Thunder, and it's like, Woo-hoo. there's no point to this film but just to watch Tom Cruise be Tom Cruise again. And <laughs> watch Race Cars, and Randy Quaid be hilarious, and Nicole Kidman is hot. And just like, all of this is great. This is so much fun. I this work. is not how NASCAR works, but we don't
0: care it's fun oh yeah that movie came at just the right time i think it was funny that that's the same we all went with that movie because that was what i was gonna say i mean
1: other than that like we had some other movies that were a lot of fun to watch together i'd say bill and ted was a lot of fun to watch together um die hard 2 as stupid as that movie is that was fun to yeah. watch together we had a lot of jokes about that um top gun was a fun to watch together because it's a fun movie and also that was the start of our journey i liked watching
0: apollo 13 um, with you guys that's one of my absolute Oh, that yeah, was a good film. one. And um um uh, bu- bu- bu-
2: bu- bu- oh shoot, the astronaut film. Uh the right, the right stuff, the, right, the right, stuff. right stuff. Thank you. Yeah, I kept thinking of Pablo 13 It's like, no, it's
1: one between Although speaking of astronaut films, uh watching Armageddon was a lot yeah. of fun too. Like that was a fun movie to watch. Like Yes. So yeah, those are those were those were some fun movies. And um let, just to round out topics for this episode, are there any movies that made you question why we were doing this podcast? Together now. Uh, that's
2: Pathfinder, day. yes, <laughs> undeniably. Although if we're gonna go with journeys, as glad as I was, we did it, and because you know I really wanted to see the movie and do all that journey with you. The whistle stop campaign trail to Washington, yeah, that was heavy to go oh. through, and it didn't help that it was happening at a very particular point in American history that we just wanted over and done with, right? we had an entire journey and story arc and destination that all dealt with the election right and it was the election that refused to It was like
1: one of those is like i remember like i had uh, a couple of friends were asking me like why aren't you guys doing halloween stuff like everyone does halloween stuff in late october early november and i'm like because it's an election year and elections only come once every four years yeah screw that we're doing halloween shit next year like oh my god Well, technically you did the
2: Halloween stuff, uh, the journey
1: before. I know. That's also why we justified it because we did like the field trip to Kingtown had some spooky Mm -hmm. movies in it. But I'm just like, yeah, we should have done Halloween stuff (laughs) like good movies. But man, every one of them, like starting from Wag the Dog was just, oh,
2: yeah, I don't know. And again, I've always wanted to watch Wag the Dog with other people just because I remember like watching this going, nothing's changed. Nothing has changed in politics. But we were dealing with politics at the same time. And then there was, um, oh, oh, um, oh, another movie that made us question why we were doing this. Um, same journey, um, Swing Vote. Mm. Uh, watching that film, like we all saw there was good in that film. It was just surrounded by a bad film. It, it, being
1: in the election season just made it so much worse. Yes. Yeah. And I think for me, the shootest. Like, I love John Wayne films, but after coming off the whistle-stop campaign trail and just deep movie after deep movie, and then to start the journey off with this boring, claustrophobic John Wayne film that's just... John Wayne's the only one that has even a remotely decent performance in it, in my opinion. Ron Howard is annoying. Uh, Lauren Bacall is pointless. At least the romance between the two characters was pointless. Like, this movie's like, oh my God. I remember, like, getting... 10 minutes in going, this movie's got to be almost over, right? I'm like, No, it's not.
0: <laughs> no. Although my mom says we don't get it, Dan. We just don't get it. Coming from your mom, that makes sense. Only well, because she's your mom. Like, I
1: never met her, but
0: Tom says that to shit to yeah, us all the time. And
1: Like I said, I just couldn't. Mm.
2: Well, I think that whole journey right there was for Josh. She's like, why am I doing this? Why am I doing no, this? No, because it
1: wasn't too bad for three Westerns. <laughs>
2: And one of them we were looking forward to because it was true grit. It was supposed
0: to be the good. Yeah, what's funny is like during the, that, that journey I watched four westerns because I voluntarily watched the true grit remake. Granted, that was good. But then I had to watch those other three. They were not. <laughs> Poor Josh. I thought you could be like
2: done. I quit. <laughs> Find a replacement. Get that Josh bot going, because I'm done. But the fact that we made it through all of those. Right there, that was. And that's how we know we're going to keep doing this forever. So for the the next journey, where it's going to be all black and white, silent westerns, right,
0: Dan? That's what we decided on. For next and week. that does it for tonight's <laughs> show. So as a reminder, you can find us on Spotify, <laughs> iTunes, Amazon, or wherever you get your podcasts. So be sure to like and subscribe because liking and subscribing helps promote the podcast. And uh, we've actually got seven ratings on iTunes now. So we are a seven rated five star podcast. So thank you. Thank you so very much. And we do appreciate those uh, reviews. And be sure to
2: join us on Discord and have some fun interacting with us, talking amongst some of our other fledgling fans. You can suggest Movie Paths for us, give feedback, Uh, this and the other. You can also, if you're so inclined, like us on Facebook and or follow us on Twitter. The links to those found in the episode's descriptions. Well, if you
1: want to reach out to us old school, you can also email us uh, at uh, what is the email? It's in the interspersal, damn it. Curtain Call Entertainment,
0: (laughs) LLC (laughs) I-N-C. Yeah, you can also email.
1: Capital C. Capital C. Capital I. (laughs) No, 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 no.
0: You're amateurs, not
1: amateurs. If you want to reach out to us old school, you can email us at Curtain Call Entertainment, INC, at gmail.com. Feedback, submissions, uh, links to the email, all social media in the episode's description at firepit.podbean.com. So,
2: Dan, do you have anyone to shout out to this uh, episode? Well,
1: obviously, uh, Peggy, old school friend of the channel, been with us since the beginning. Um, she's looking forward to season two. Can't wait. Uh, and uh, also, uh, any work friends, colleagues that are listening to this, uh, thank you very much.
0: Yeah, so I'm just going to go ahead and say shout-out to my friends and colleagues and whatever who listen to this episode. Uh, we do appreciate that. You know, shout, Even though we didn't use it tonight, shout-out to Sync Lounge and Plex for hosting and allowing us to watch these movies together, too.
2: And from my side, I want to thank Dan and Josh for... Being Who there, that and, and that's, that's going to be my shout-out. I'm shouting out to Dan and Josh, the those other guys that helped me out on this podcast, you know. Much thanks to them finally bringing me into the watching sessions. Uh, it wasn't brought up in the beginning, but... It was one time, and you were busy that night. And I will forever hold it against you to my grave. But thank you, Sync Lounge and everyone else. Um, Early days, Skype. Uh, not Skype, it was... um.
1: What were we using in the early days? We didn't record oh, in the early days. We were using Discord to just chat while we were watching the movies together. But
2: yeah. Discord, um, all those in the beginning, and now, of course, ZenCaster. Thank you for making this possible. Even though there's like several hours between us, we're able to keep doing this together, and honestly, wouldn't be possible without any of that. So. Special thanks to all those programs and to some of our Facebook followers, Lily, Josh, and Don, as well as Amanda, who recently joined, and all the other fire pit Facebookers. Thank you for keeping the fire pits burning, and for all future listeners who spread the word. Just, we appreciate it. Real
1: quick, I'll go back. One just quick shout out to not just Peggy, but another old school friend of the channel, Rob. Yeah, Rob, Tarek Thorne, and Danielle, the first three people to join our Discord. And we can't forget them. They've been with us since pretty much the beginning. And every week they discuss the movies with us, interact with us. So, yeah, can't forget those guys. So, Mm -mm. thank you very much for listening. Yes. Yes, yes. Thank you very much for listening. And thank you very much for your feedback. And until then, I've been Dan.
0: I've been Josh. And I've been Tom. Thanks for listening. This has been a production of Curtain Call Entertainment, LLC. Good luck out there.